The World Cup on off the ball, covering the good, the bad, and well, the ugly of what's happening in Qatar. Neymar can push the ball between your legs because he just sees things. Subscribe to the OTB Football Podcast feed now. Football on off the ball. With Sky. Get all the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport, and Premier Sports. It is Thursday's Off The Ball, Nathan with you this evening, Brazil nil, Serbia nil, 34 minutes gone, Rafinha with a good opportunity inside the area, left footed shot but it was a weak enough effort straight at Milinkovic-Savic in the Serbian goal so it remains scoreless. John Giles is on the line, good evening John. Nathan. Uh, So we've seen everybody now with Brazil and Serbia out on the pitch, you enjoying the World Cup? Hey, so far so good Nathan, yeah, conditions are very good, uh... It's 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 been a good start. Mm. Uh, one for of the most for most teams, it hasn't been a good start for some teams. Yeah, but it's been a good sure. start for most teams. Well, we we'll get on and to the games have been pretty good. Yeah, we we'll get on to uh, Argentina and Germany, probably the two teams who it hasn't been a good start for in a moment. Uh, mm. Portugal Ghana is the game that just finished about ninety minutes ago. One of the better games so far. Portugal just about hanging on uh, to win three two in the end, uh, though they almost blew it right at the depth in the ninety eight minute. The keeper really got away with one. Uh, Ronaldo did his business, scored in the fifth World Cup uh, in a row. What were your thoughts on his performance? Well, he wasn't very prominent in the match, Nathan. But again, he's always likely to be to be uh, to be dangerous to the opposition. He, he got the, the the penalty and took it brilliantly in in, in a, a very very uh, dangerous situation for for, for Portugal. Uh, so he did his stuff in that particular in that particular incident. But he wasn't uh, he wasn't into it all much all that much in the match. But that's typical uh, Ronaldo. I mean, we've seen him over the years. He, he, you don't see him in the game for a while, and he finished up scoring two goals. Uh, so you know, he did his stuff. He got he got the penalty. He got them ahead, uh, and then they they faced some anxious moments, as you as you refer to at the start there, Nathan. You know, mm. uh, because of the Ireland match last week, we haven't actually spoken to you since. The Cristiano Ronaldo interview with Piers Morgan and his subsequent departure of Manchester United. Uh, what's your take on it all? Well, I think I think what the, the interview he gave uh, was unnecessary, Nathan. You know, he, he it was all on his side. Uh, he said he wouldn't come back to Manchester United because his daughter wasn't well, uh, which which I can understand. Uh, but when he did come back, Nathan, he immediately asked for a transfer. You know. And since then, he, 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 he was against Spurs. He walked off the walk off the pitch into the dressing room, and then pre-season he walked off as well and left before the other players came in. So there was none of that mentioned in in the in the interview, and uh, I, I I thought it, I thought it was wrong. I don't, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think he came out of that very well. Would the way he's handled this entire situation with refusing to come on as a substitute, leaving grounds early, giving this interview, almost forcing Manchester United's hand to get rid of him, does it change your opinion on his greatness as a player? No, I think he's, he, he's, he's been a great player. There's no doubt about that, Nathan. Now, whether he would be the most popular player among his teammates, I don't know. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be sure about that. Uh, and it's it's always been about him, but it, his selfishness, I think, made him uh, on the pitch one of the great players because his job was to score goals. And there was times during matches that I saw him playing, he wasn't con- he wasn't contributing to the team effort, but he finished up scoring a couple of goals. So uh, 
you know, he's absolutely amazing. Um, I think he looked after himself very well. Uh, If you look at his physical condition now, you know, he's very, very good. So he's been dedicated to the game, uh, certainly dedicated to himself. And, uh, you know, the the teams that he played for benefited from his uh, personality, whatever that might be, with the goals that he scored. And you can't take that away from him. You know, I'm not. I wouldn't say he was such a team player, but scoring the goals he did uh, obviously was was beneficial to most of the teams he played in. Let's go back through the tournament so far. Then uh, England play their second match tomorrow against the USA. The suggestions this evening are that Gareth Southgate's going to name an unchanged side. That Harry Maguire, Harry Kane will be fit. That Phil Foden will again be left on the bench. What did you make of of that opening victory against Iran? I, I thought it was very impressive. Nathan, mm. I thought they were very good. Um, I think Iran were, were noted for you know sitting behind the ball and, and making it difficult to score goals, where England scored them, scored them well. I thought I thought it was an impressive performance. It was much better than I expected from England, and a really good opener for them. They played really well. Uh, I thought Nathan uh, Jude Bellingham got the opening goal. He's still yeah. only nineteen, uh, yeah. and was exceptional throughout the game. There's a lot of speculation as to where he goes, whether it's Real Madrid or Liverpool. It looks as though he's going to be one of the marquee signings of, of next summer. Uh, as a midfielder, how good is he? Um, well, he won't be a Modric. But there's very few. I think he'd be a good all-round midfielder. His goal was terrific. I think he'd get, he'd get a good few goals from midfield, Nathan. But I don't, I don't, well, he's very, very young. But mm. I don't think he, he will be... Uh, Graham Souness or somebody that's really going to control the middle of the field. Now, he's very young, as you say, and he's, he's great potential. I mean, he's, very, he's physically good, uh, he's good balance, he scored a, a terrific goal the other day. He's, a, he's going to be a very, very valuable player. But if he's going to be the, the master man in midfield, uh, I'm not so sure. It, it, that, that takes a bit of time. But what I see him at the moment, uh, and I think it's one of the things that could be a bit of a fault for, for England that uh, himself and uh, Declan um, Rice, yeah, Declan Rice, don't command the middle of the field in uh, a, a Modric way. You know, has Rice uh, got uh, that ability? Rice, no, no, no. He's he's an all-round player. He's an up-and-down, a very, very good player, very valuable player, Nathan. But he, no, he hasn't got that. Uh, hard, but I haven't seen. I haven't seen it yet. And I, I don't think I will see it. No, he's a very valuable player, good all-round player. But but he's no, he's not. He's not a he's not a Modric or, or one of the great midfield players that control the control the midfield. As, I was going to say, it's hard to criticise Gareth Southgate uh, considering the manner of the victory uh, for his selection. I was surprised not to see Phil Foden in the starting eleven, uh, but Saka and Sterling uh, got, got their goals either side of Harry Kane. Do you think yeah. that they'll be able to keep Foden out for the tournament? Or do you feel there's other games that might suit Foden a bit better in that eleven? Well, I would have had him instead of Grealish. You know, the other lad, the other two lads, I wouldn't have had Grealish in the team. I would mm. have had Foden. I would definitely would have had Foden in the team. But I, I can't see where Grealish has really done his stuff all season, Nathan, to be ahead of Foden. Yeah, well, I think both both of them were coming on, and maybe he sees them both as options. Together, if it's if it's Foden or Sterling, is is that a is that a straight selection or is it 
they bring just very different things to the team depending on the opposition. Uh, yeah, I think Sterling, when he's in the mood, and he always, he's always in the mood in England, deserves to be in the team. Mm. You know, I don't think he's done it at club level for the last two years, to be quite honest. Uh, but when he gets in the England team, he's on the, he's on the he's in the in the limelight there, and he does it. So I I, I would have had him, uh, but I, but I definitely would have had Foden in front of, in front of Grealish. The two big shocks were Argentina and Germany. Sorry, did, Gre- sorry, did Grealish start the game? I'm no, Grealish, Grealish came on as well as Foden towards... Um, sorry, he came on sorry, after. Wrong, he obviously, Grealish obviously got the goal, so it was Saka. Sorry, I'd forgotten that I uh, thought Grealish had started the game. He didn't. Uh, yeah, I, I, the, two, the, the other two lads did, yeah. But, but if, if I were to pick it, I think, I think it's very hard to leave Foden out of the team. Mm. But it worked the other day for them. You know, I think Foden is a terrific player, but it was—I think it was a really top performance from England. Probably the, the, the best performance I've seen of all the teams that would, you would expect to do well yeah. uh, in the competition so far. I thought, I thought it was good, uh, uh, and, and and you can see the papers now. The manager is a hero again after after one match. You know, but that's the way it works in in the game, unfortunately. But uh, no, they, they they played well. Well, you're living over there in Birmingham. Are, are they getting carried away? Well, they always get carried away. <laughs> I mean, last week, as they say in America, he was a bum, uh, and after one match, now he's a hero again. So that's the way it is. And uh, unfortunately for him or any manager of the England team, you've got to put up with that, Nathan. Yeah. But the, 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 certainly the, the the response from the other day uh, in the papers has been very, very good for Southgate. I mean, as you say, if, before they started, he was uh, very doubtful whether, he'd be, whether he could do it or will he last and all that. And it's changed completely after one game. Uh, Argentina's defeat to Saudi Arabia was the first big shock. Uh, they were 1-0 up and had had goals disallowed for offside and it looked as though they had a bit of control of the game and like Saudi Arabia just came storming out of the blocks in the second half scored two brilliant goals uh, where was the problem for Argentina that they didn't kick on in the way you might have expected when they got that first goal through Messi I, I don't think they were ever as good as, you, as we expect well certainly I expected them to be I didn't think they were good at all and, and they allowed uh, South, uh, uh, Saudi Arabia to come into the game but they didn't dominate the game in, in, in a way that you would have expected from potential winners of the competition. Mm. Uh, I mean, South, South, uh, Saudi Arabia were most of the game as good as them. They played this high line. They got away with it a few times. Uh, but, I mean, they shook uh, Argentina to, to go on and win the game. I don't think Argentina, Argentina were up for it in a way that uh, I certainly expected them to be. They look particularly weak in midfield and they understandably are looking for Messi all of the time when they have the ball. Is there is there a danger when you have a player of his talent and I guess desperation to go and win a World Cup that you're giving it to him too often, that that you're choosing the wrong option because of his reputation almost? Well, I, I must say it's very difficult to give the ball to... Uh, Give give the ball to him too much at night. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> because he, he hardly ever loses and and, yeah. and and does it in the right way. You know, so I wouldn't. Uh, no, I, I think if you're playing in, in in an international as an international team, then the people who should be able to do the job properly without having to look for for Messi, 
that's that's a weakness in the team for fellow internationals. Now, if if that is the case, Nathan, you know, international players are international. They should be able to do their job, and and they'll give the ball to Messi enough, and he'll make sure he gets the ball anyway. So it was just it was just like an attitude performance that I could see. Like they weren't up for it in a way that they should be up for it. I think they probably thought, well, Saudi Arabia are no good. We'll beat them easily. That does happen in in teams from time to time, mm. Nathan. You know, this team are no good. It's, we, we, we'll take our time. We, we won't be up for it in a way that, that and, and really in international football, any football team, you should be up for it in a way every week, week in, week out. Like Roy Keane would be a perfect example of what you should do in week in and week out, up for it all the time. And Argentina went, you know, if you're not up for it, then the other team is going to come into it. And, and that's what Saudi Arabia did, finished up winning. Roberto Martinez, the Belgian manager, was saying after their win last night, he was delighted to just get over the line. It wasn't a brilliant performance, but that they only got together on Tuesday. They've only five days to prepare for this tournament. So a lot of sides are just getting used to each other, just getting set in their tactics. And maybe that that explains some of the upsets we've seen so far is... Is that a, no, is that a no, reasonable no, that excuse? Wouldn't it, that. it wouldn't explain Saudi Arabia beating Argentina, uh, Nathan. Not 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 in a million years, and I do, it, it definitely didn't explain uh, Japan beating mm. Germany. No, the, the, that, that, there's too much of a gap between the what should be the, 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 those teams to to uh, be a bit tired and not be ready for it. No, I, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take that. It's it, it's attitude. It definitely is attitude. It happens. You know, Germany got in front, I think, and then, uh, you know, they expect it's over. It does happen, Nathan. You know, we see it that week in and week out in, 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 in the Premiership, you know, shocking results. It's usually, you know, when you say, that's a real shock result. It's usually because you think you're going to win and e- win easily, Nathan. And what the great teams do, actually, the, the big thing, I've got you my experience with playing against Liverpool. When we played against Liverpool, for example, at Manchester United when I was at Leeds. You're up for it because you're so nervous. You're really nervous before the game. Now get you going. Whereas the following week you could be home to Southampton, which would be an easy touch, supposedly. That's when you have to make yourself up for it. Because when you get a shock, the only way that you, that you get the shock is because you're not play, taking the game as serious or as difficult as it might be. Because when there's an upset, the only thing that can beat you is that the other team are trying harder than you are trying. That, well, that was my take on it. Anyway, was, playing or trying to do it week in and week out. That you say, right, we're going to get stuck into these guys from the start. Because uh, when you play to Liverpool, Manchester United, there's a nervousness about you going out on the pitch. You know you have to be up for it, Nathan. Mm. And I think, like what I saw of Germany yesterday against Japan and Argentina, that's exactly the way I, I saw it. And I did it now and again a few times anyway. We weren't up for matches the way we were, should have been. Uh, and that's the, that's what I saw in the weakness in Germany and uh, and Argentina. Uh, Spain were convincing winners yesterday, seven nil against Costa Rica. Gavi, the youngest scorer at the World Cup since Pele. Uh, two brilliant young players in that Spanish midfield in Gavi and Pedri. Uh, I don't yeah. know if you saw much of them, but could you talk about how far though they could go in this tournament and just the talent that they have and how they could develop over the coming years? Yeah. Well, they, they, they have the talent. There's no doubt in, 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 in Argentina and in, in Germany they have the talent. But, but it's an attitude on the day. If the attitude is not up, and you, you, if you go ahead, which I think Argentina did, you think this is going to be a stroll. And, and before you know it, you're done, because you have to be up for it for every minute of the game. 
And that seems to be the case about the team that you're talking about now. You know, Spain were up for it. They win 7-0. And everybody say, oh, yeah, well, it was an easy match. You make it easy. And that's what they did. And they were very good. They've got some really, really talented players. And they're certainly a team to watch in this competition. Mm. Uh, had they, it was obviously Costa Rica and like, they never, I don't think, did a single shot in the entire game. Uh, yeah. It did feel it was a very young squad that Luis Enrique named and that they're, you know, they want to achieve something at this, but they're certainly building towards the next European Championship and the next World Cup. Did they show enough last night that actually they could be a real factor in this tournament? Oh, definitely. I, I, to be honest, Nathan, I don't, in, in, in international football, any football, I don't think you can look that far ahead to this is what we're going to do. Mm. Because it changes so quickly. I mean, I've seen promising players come into international teams, and they're very good. The following year, they're gone. So you can only take it as it is today. That's the thing about football. Obviously, if you have a young team, you want them to learn, you want them to get better. But you expect them to do their stuff now. And it can happen. You know, if you've got young players, it doesn't matter. If they're coming in, if they're good enough, and they have the manager to, to guide them the way and, and insist on, on playing... You just do the best you possibly can and see where it takes you. Uh, to be honest, I don't think you can look that far ahead when in that internationally in 12 months or two years. Mm. It's now. And, and obviously, you want to do it now and have the attitude now that you hopefully will get better with the, with the experience and maturity for the next year and the year, the year after that. Uh, just before we let you go, John, tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, the first game is Wales against Iran. Wales came from behind to get that draw against the USA in their first game. Uh, mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on, on Wales? Well, they were poor in the first half. They, they played the USA, didn't they, I think, yeah. in that match. And the USA were very, very good. I think they've come, on, come a long way. And, and Wales did well to get a grip of themselves, Nathan. I think they had an attitude in the first half. They're playing the USA, this is going to be easy. That's what it looked like to me. And obviously in the second half, then they had to do it. They got the penalty and, and Bale scored. And they, they deserved to get it in the second half. They played well in the second half. But then you'd have to ask, why couldn't you, why couldn't you start that way? You know, because they, they, they got a bit of a shock. USA, I think, were better than they expected it to be. They expected them to be. Mm. And in the, in the second half, you saw Wales, the Wales that you would expect to see. And, and, and they got a draw from it. All right, that's uh, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning for Wales against Iran. John, great stuff as always. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Thanks, Nathan. Uh, John Giles with us every Thursday night here on Off the Ball. If you missed any of that, you can get onto the OTB Sports app, subscribe to our football podcast, and get that straight to your phone every single week. Football on Off the Ball. With Sky. Get all the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport, and Premier Sports.